This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Honored to be joined by the 45th President of the United States and soon to be the 47th President of the United States. What's going on is sick. I said, we will never have a socialist country. And I was right. We skipped that station. We went right into Marxism or communism. They're unbelievable at cheating on elections. With you, I don't have to worry about saying that because, you know, if you say that on Fox, they want to cut you out. What do you think Putin is saying when every week they came up with another thing, Russia, Russia, Russia? They never blamed anything on China because they were all getting rich from China. That was my first hint that what they wanted to do is let people pour into our country from prisons, from mental institutions. It's going to be 15 million people by the end of the year. That's bigger than New York State. We want to spend, instead of $1.87 a gallon, we want to spend $9 a gallon. We want to go to all electric cars. And we're playing right into the hands of China because they have all of the minerals, all of the everything all to the batteries, make the batteries. batteries. Are they bad people or are they stupid? They can only be two things. They can only be people that want to destroy our country or they're stupid people. Do you think they're stupid people? Uh, I think actually they can't be because they cheat so well. They use COVID to cheat with all these mail-in ballots. We didn't lose. It was a rigged election. And now you're under assault from everywhere. Total assault. Total assault. Because we're winning in the poll. Can you turn this around? I can turn it around so fast because all these countries are ripping us off. I could get Ukraine and Russia settled in 24 hours. And if we lose the dollar as a standard, as the, as the standard, uh, that will be worse than losing a big war. If we win the election, we can turn this country around and make it really, really great again. Will it be close and in Iowa. And I said, it's not going to be close enough that, you know, what China did to the farmers, they tried to put them out of business because of me, because I was saying, this is what we're doing with the tariffs. The, the farmers were so unbelievable the way they stuck with me. If you knew what was going to happen to your personal life, of the relentless assault, the legal, they're trying to put you into bankruptcy, trying to put your children into bankruptcy, the attacks on your family, yeah. your business, your friends, if you knew standing at the top of that escalator, would you even done it then? All I want to do is make America great again. You know, when you think about it, make America great, America first. Why are people so opposed to that? I think we're going to win in 24, and I think it'll be the biggest thing ever to happen for our country because we're going to turn it around and we're going to make America great again. It's Monday, 1 May, in the year of our Lord, 2023. Welcome to the afternoon and early evening edition of The War Room. Uh, I want to, uh, by the way, fantastic job. I want to thank Real America's Voice for all the uh, assistance in our conversation 
with President Trump. That was live. A lot of people thought we pre-taped it. No, that was live. The Real America's Voice team only had a couple hours to set up over at Mar-a-Lago in the historic uh, library. And uh, a very different shot, very different angle. want to thank uh, Parker Sig and the entire Real America's Voice production team. That was incredible. Of course, my own War Room team did a fantastic job to get everything ready. Uh, and uh, Sergio Gore and the team that did the book, uh, Letters to Trump. In fact, let me, uh, we're in competition because we're competitive people here at the War Room about this. This is Letters to Trump. Go to 45books or 45book.com uh, and make sure you put in promo code War Room. This book is what inspired us. We hadn't had President Trump on in three years. I wanted to wait to something that was very special, and this book came out. It shows you the side. And what John Fredericks and his wife said today when I was on the on their radio show, it's like President Trump from 14, 15, and early 16, when the man that America loved, the man that America knew for so long, uh, decided to, to come back and really try to save his country, combined with the gravitas and the seriousness of someone who's been commander-in-chief, been the chief magistrate, been the CEO of the country, been president of the United States, dealt on the world stage, the gravitas, the thoughtfulness, the reflection, the understanding of the problems, how to deal with it. Uh, so we're very honored to do that. We're going to play it a bunch more times. That's the trailer we put together for it. Boris, uh, the president there talked about polling. I was only able to get in the Emerson 16 to 6. And I kind of said, because I think uh, Ron DeSantis has done a good job as governor, but my recommendation to him, and he only gets more adamant every week, is you're just not ready for prime time. The, the trip overseas uh, was an unmitigated disaster, and the humiliation that took place in England, uh, Ron DeSantis doesn't deserve that. That's bad staff work. I, I said, I've traveled all over the world. I couldn't do four, four places in four days. or you know I couldn't go to South Korea, Japan, Israel, and then end in London in like five days. It's impossible. And his, his, his debacle, uh, the prime minister wouldn't meet with him because he saw the polls, and uh, and he just he completely imploded in front of the business leaders in the city of London, the financial community, and all the business leaders. It was awful, and as bad as Politico and these other uh, papers and news organizations represented, I talked to people over. They said it was actually worse. So he's just not ready for the for the global stage. Talk to me about the polling first before we get to our thesis here that the primary is over, and we need to we need one thousand percent maniacal focus on the general election, and we need it now, sir. Steve, honored to be with you, honored to be with the posse, and want to give a, you know, a huge amount of kudos and congratulations to you and the team for a historic interview with President Trump. You know, I've had the honor of being in the room for a good amount of these interviews, and obviously I, I watch every single one. The shot was very special. The discussion, that, you know, how free-flowing it was, and the live nature of it, a live interview with President weaved, you know, his perspective and his position and his thoughts of issues from all over the world. The masterful job by you and asking all the right questions of what matters to America and Americans. Uh, truly a historic, game-changing interview. Everything from the substance to the look uh, and the response has been absolutely overwhelming, totally viral on all the, all the different platforms. So congratulations, future. You know, a huge amount of gratitude from the posse to you and, of course, to the viewership and, the, and your whole team. 
Talk to me. Uh, thank you very much. For, thanks for the kind words. Really appreciate it. I know you, you're a veteran of, of, of thousands of these now. Uh, talk to me about this polling. You sent us some information Absolutely. right beforehand. I yeah. mean, the polling couldn't be clearer. And look, I've been, I was able to spend a little time with the president uh, after the conversation we had at Mar-a-Lago. And uh, it's like I say on the show every day. You got to forget. There's no debates. There's nothing to debate with the with the with the with the uh, with the Keebler elves in the Republican primary. That primary is complete. Uh, it's a complete fiction of big donors that hate Trump. That are neoliberal neocons. It's of, of these consultants going to make twenty million dollars. And of course Fox, who the Murdochs are still looking for an alternative to, to Donald Trump. Tell me about the polling, and then tell me about the uh, the process from here on in. No doubt about it, Stephen. And I've been honored to be saying this for a long time now. There is no primary, right? President Trump is dominating, absolutely dominating. And what's interesting is the polling is now fully lined up with the betting odds. So if you look at, for example, the Emerson poll that we talked about, that perfect track of what it is. So if you look at January, President Trump was up by 26, 70, 39, he's up by 46. 62 to 16, I said that in, uh, if you could put it up. That's the Emerson poll, that sh- and it shows you the evolution over the last four months. The president right now is up 62 to 16. And then if you look at the betting odds, including the, including the graph, President Trump is up 62 to 22. So within, margin, within just a couple points, that's 16 for the Florida governor. What has happened is that President Trump has taken off like a rocket ship while the, the governor of Florida has, let's just be honest, embarrassed himself. And you're all right, Steve. It's not just him. It's the terrible staff work. It's his terrible team. It's the, it's the terrible message. They have nothing to offer the American people. And then it's this horribly timed emergency world tour, as President Trump dubbed it perfectly on Food Social. You've got the sanctimonious he's got all over the world, point Japan, Korea, Israel and, and the UK ending with an absolute disaster in London. Viral moments of some of the worst behavior by either in American history. I mean, that bobblehead moment that he had I, I tell you, in the I beginning tell you, of the Boris, 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 we're going to have to reboot you because we can barely, you're coming in and out. So let's try to reboot. Let's hang up and try to reboot Boris. Um, I've got Mike Davis because uh, I want to hear that clear. Can we play the clip from Mike Davis where I bring Mike Davis in? Are we ready to go with that? Let's go ahead and play this cold. The judges said Matt Visor stood out among his competitors for work that went beyond the humdrum of covering the managed events of the presidency and the White House. Visor captured the spirit of Joe Biden, particularly with stories about the president's brother and how his Catholic faith influenced his strategic vision of the office. The WHCA is pleased to give the Aldo Beckman Award to Matt Visor. Mike Davis, were you... uh I know you weren't at the head table. You were down there in the first couple of rows. I know you're an invitee by many of the mainstream legacy media that want Mike Davis. They want cheery Mike Davis bringing his sunshine uh, and his effervescent personality on a Saturday evening to the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Brother, I know you were there. Tell me what it was like to be in the room when they gave the award to the guy, particularly about writing a puff piece. Think about this. ABC gave an award to a correspondent to a Washington Post correspondent that wrote an article about Joe Biden's Catholic faith and how it's informed his strategic vision for his presidency. Mike Davis, take it away, brother. 
I must have missed my invite to this to this dinner, Steve. Maybe I was sitting at the Bannon table. So, uh, no, I, I didn't get the invite this this time. I, I I don't think these I don't think this is a room full of Mike Davis fans or Steve Bannon fans. So maybe we both didn't get our invites. But anyway, I I hear about Catholic values. I was raised Catholic, Steve, like you were. Uh, you know, the Catholic values that that I I find very interesting out of the Bidens are that President Biden. And Jill Biden don't even acknowledge the facts that they have another granddaughter, this four-year-old granddaughter in Arkansas. And regardless of the circumstances, the bad circumstances that Hunter Biden uh, got this woman pregnant uh, and then uh, uh, said that it wasn't his kid and they did a paternity test. Now it's the kid. Now it's his kid. They won't acknowledge this kid. They have stockings up the White House with all the other grandkids uh, but not this kid. I mean, think about it this way. It, it, you're the president of the United States. You're the first lady of the United States. You have every resource in the world at your fingertips, even if you don't want to acknowledge for political reasons or personal reasons that you have this grandchild. Wouldn't you think you would lift a finger to make sure that this granddaughter is taken care of? Would you Would you not? I, maybe you wouldn't have your political world, your legal world, Abby Lowell and you know, the, the most powerful people in Washington, D.C., working with your scumbag 53-year-old 50, son to to try to fight child support for this daughter. I mean, these people are just the absolute scum of the earth. And so when I hear people talking about Joe Biden's Catholic faith, that is complete nonsense. I mean, this is this is very telling that, that Joe Biden and Jill Biden will not even acknowledge this granddaughter, let alone going out of their way to, to make it more difficult for this granddaughter to, to get the support she needs so she can grow up and, and have a good life. Today was, uh, I think the judge, because they had this issue, you know, he's trying to get out of the child support or the, the monthly stipend or whatever it is. The judge, uh, and I want to hold you through the break because I want to talk about the Supreme Court also. The judge, um, Reading the kind of the right act today, right? The judge gave it to him with the bark on. Well, and and the judge should have done this. This is unacceptable that you have, uh, you have Hunter Biden, who is he just flew to Ireland on Air Force One with President Biden. He had to, uh, he had to pay for that ticket out of his own pocket. So how how did he pay for that? Uh, the the dumbest thing that Hunter Biden did was to dispute the paternity and then to fight child support because now it opens up his financial records. And I hope. This mother of this four-year-old daughter just digs through every nook and cranny of Hunter Biden's finances and exposes this scumbag for what he is. Mike, hang on for one second. We're going to hold Mike uh, Davis uh, through the break. We got uh, Congressman Burchette coming on. We're pretty packed this afternoon. We're going to try to get Boris, reboot him up. Just a moment. Back in the worm. Inflation has consequences. As the Fed raises interest rates to combat out-of-control government spending, long-term bonds have diminished in value, crippling banks. Depositors are holding their breath, and investors are bailing on bank stocks. Diversification has never looked more important to you. The recent surge in gold prices is directly tied to the extreme market volatility right now. This is why gold has historically been a great hedge against the stock market and against inflation. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. 
Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert your existing IRA or 401ks that are tied to a volatile market into an IRA in physical precious metals, either gold or silver. And here's the best part. It's tax sheltered. Let me repeat that. It's tax sheltered. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold today. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold is who you can trust to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today. Take action. Host Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Um, I've got Congressman, and I'm asking Davis to hang on because I want to draw I've got Congressman Tim Burchett um, from the great state of Tennessee, the volunteer state, is joins us. I want to talk to him about, he's one of the, the great patriots on this debt ceiling. But, but Congressman, I've got a question. We, we're discussing Hunter Biden. Davis is going to come back in a few minutes. We're going to drill down more on that. Uh, you've got your own insights into this situation. Have you not, sir? Yes, sir. I sure do. Yes, sir. He's a he's a dirt bag. Let me tell you, we're our country's compromised at the highest level uh, with the communist Chinese. These people aren't playing ball. He has business dealings with them, and um, and I hope at some point that the that all these his records get uh, get exposed. It's not just some fluff of some editor on some right wing um, news station. This is legitimate stuff. He has. Business transactions that that clearly align him with the communist Chinese businesses, and um, you know, and the, and the ten percent for the big guy, it, it goes it goes straight to the White House. This thing is, it is uh, it's volatile, um, and it and it is real. And as soon as these these hearings get underway, I hope they don't get lost in the minutia of Washington because he is um, he's dirty in my opinion, and just. The business dealings with our enemies are, are just beyond belief, the amount of money that flows through that family. It is a crime enterprise, in my opinion. And, Congressman, you've done additional due diligence. You've actually gone, correct me if I'm wrong, you've gone to Treasury and had a chance to look through some of the bank records and the wire transfers, those types of yes, uh, sir. details? Yes, sir. Myself, um, Chairman and, and- Comer, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and some others. And what's your takeaway from actually looking at that level of detail of of, well, the, of Hunter Biden and the, and the rest of the Biden family? It took me six years to get through UT, University of Tennessee, an undergraduate. And I don't drink and I didn't drink or smoke pot, but I, I looked at those records <laughs> and he, he is about the worst. If Hunter Biden came to me and said, hey, Tim, I want to help you launder some money. He'd be the last dadgum person I'd ask to launder my money. I mean, it's so pitiful, Mr. Bannon, the, the way they do it. The money just flows back and forth, and it's just, I mean, it, it's, it's you know, 300000 to his attorney, and then, a, and then I'm just making, I'm giving you some just off the top of my head, yeah. and then two two checks to him yeah. for $150,000 for a, a, a consulting fee or something. I mean, that, that's how lame it is, and it's so easy to follow. And, uh, you know, I don't think all these people – understand what they've done and how they've done it. They thought they were getting in with the president or the vice president at the time, but what they've done is they've exposed themselves to a criminal enterprise and they're going to be called onto the carpet for it. And some of the people were, um, now I won't say that the 
Biden family was involved in human trafficking, but some of the business dealings or dealings money flowing to some of these groups were involved in human, been suspected of human trafficking. I guess I could say it that way so I don't get sued. But that's uh, I, I, all this stuff, it's just unbelievable. It's unfreaking believable. Congressman, uh, you're from the second district, I, I think, uh, in Tennessee, a, a great bastion of patriotism. What would the folks, the hardworking folks in, in the district, think when you're able to actually go through this in detail? What, what would be their takeaway? That our White House is compromised by the communist Chinese and that we have someone sitting in the White House. I'm, I'm convinced his cognitive level is not is, is, is not. I mean, I think Donald Trump probably could handle about in his, this little finger probably has more brain power than what we've got now. But um, I think they're going to be just amazed at just how deep this thing goes and just how much the level of corruption is. And and you believe that with Congressman Comer and and, and uh, judiciary and and other oversight and and speaker that that. You, you commit to your folks back in your district that you're going to see this to the bitter end. You're in, you guys are going to take it all the way to where we get all the facts and all the truth out there. If I have to hold a, a hearing outside my office in the Longworth lobby, we will get to the bottom of this. It is that bad. It is it is beyond belief, completely. I I'm still shocked that they that they they didn't try to hide it any better than they did because it is just right out there in front of everybody. Congressman, you've taken real, a lead in this discussion, debate, analysis about the finances of the country, the spending, the debt ceiling. Can you give us – this is the first time we've had you on War Room. As you know, this is one of the things we focus on all the time for the last couple of years. Can you give us your assessment of where the country is economically and financially and why you're taking such a hard line on this? I think we're on the on the cusp of losing our country, and I'm not some tinfoil hat-wearing redneck. I'm a redneck, just don't not a tenfold hat wearing one. We are at at a, at a breaking point. You know, we've uh, we passed this debt ceiling bill out of the house, and and Speaker McCarthy was very masterful in getting a lot of people on board. You know, the um, the Freedom Caucus and others were on board with it, and because they got a lot of stuff in it. But the reality is, it when it uh, if it were to go into into place, it would still put us 1.5 trillion additional dollars a year. So if you you run that over ten years. Um, that's about this somewhere between seventeen and nineteen trillion if you add everything in. And on top of our, um, already thirty-two trillion dollars. That's forty-seven trillion dollars. We'd be in debt in ten years. We're, it's going to break us, Mr. Bannon. We have not. Uh, I don't think uh, you know people in East Tennessee. They realize what's going on. They realize that this. Uh, it's just a freshman accounting trick when they tell you we're cutting the rate of growth. Well, it's still growing at an exponential amount. And it's in it, even in this so-called conservative uh, proposal, it's still added $1.5 trillion and, um, to the debt every year. And so we are, we're not doing ourselves any justice. We are, um, it, it, I, I firmly believe you got a group in the, in the Democrat party, they're openly Marxist and they wanna wreck this country. And they want to drive us into the ground so they can create it in their woke image, whatever that is. And hell, we can't afford it. And we are going to lose our country if we don't we don't just say enough is enough, draw a line in the sand and say we're not going to do it. I've never voted for a 
breaking a debt ceiling. It's um, it's bad. It's bad for business, and it is. And 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 they think nobody understands it, but I tell you, people understand when you spend more money than you've got. And just because you got it doesn't mean you got to spend it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That's a big. That's that. No, no, no. That's the point. You're, the folks in the second district, they, they fully understand what you're doing and the arguments you're making. They, they get this. It's not a collection. They treat people out in the hinterland like a bunch of rubes. They understand yes, exactly what's happening here. Yes, sir. They do. As a matter of fact, Tennessee is a balanced budget state. Tennessee gets a lot of abuse, but that gummit, there's more people moving in than uh, than than we can uh, can get. We call them refugees. All these. Folks from up north and out in California and everywhere, hell, they they come in here and they're more conservative than I am, Mr. Bannon. And they've had it with it. They they know what's going on throughout the country, and the people here do too. I think they just they just pat Americans on the head and say, "Y'all just allow us, let us do our job, and and don't bother us up here in Washington." But they're fed up, man. They are fed up, and and they're and I was at a in little Union County. It's a very conservative area. Um, I was at their Reagan Day dinner this past week, and they announced that I voted against this this thing, and 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 they all stood up and cheered. I was I was shocked actually, but um, but I was I was uh, pleased, but a little bit surprised. But yeah, they get it, they get it. The, the the leadership and look, they did a good job of putting something and getting a bit on the table. But your your key argument that guys. If they were to accept this, which they won't, we're back here in October, November, or no worse than March, and we've added a trillion and a half dollars. We're looking at a trillion and a half dollars every year in perpetuity. When is this going to when, – when are people in this city supposed to have be the adults in the room? When are they going to actually sit there and go, we can't continue to do this because to do it is going to destroy the nation, sir? They won't. They're just going to wait to the last bit, and they'll threaten us, and then what will happen, Mr. Bannon, if – uh, they will just um, push it to the limit, and then, then they'll they'll cut off aid to our, our veterans or senior groups or one of these very vocal vocal um, groups, and they'll start calling us, and then you'll see everybody fold, and that's and they know that every time, and then they laugh all the way to the bank because you know it's it, they're making some of these people up here making seventy seventy five percent return on their investments that are in Congress, as you well know. And um, and they don't want that 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 spigot to be turned off, and they'll they'll do whatever they have to. When I was in the state legislature, people used to always try to get past the next election, and that's basically what this this bunch is doing up here. Do you think it's going to take a financial capital markets crisis in this country to bring people to to shake them into reality when we when the dollar is no longer the prime reserve currency? Is it going to take something like that catastrophic to to wake up the the elites in this nation? I do. I do. But the problem is the elites, as they always do, uh, you know, Jane Fonda will still be riding around in a limo and the rest of us will be scraping to get by. We'll be out. You know, when I got to, when I got elected to Washington, I li- I bought a little farm out here in, in Knox County. And anytime you're in the area, I would love for you to come by and hang out with me and my wife and daughter. I got 60 acres. When I got elected, I, um, I cashed in everything I had because I saw what we were doing. And I bought land because you're not going to be able, you're not going to be able to grow a tomato on a on a certificate of deposit, and um, that's not worth anything. And that's where we're headed. That's where we're headed. And it's it's not and and nobody seems to pay it any attention except around budget, you know, around this time. And they all freak out. They get two phone calls and then they fold. And that's exactly what they're counting on. 
Congressman or Burchett, uh, how do people get to you? Social media, what's your website? People find out more about yeah, you. Yes, sir. I, you can follow. I've got an official Twitter, uh, but 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 I've got a really cool one at Tim Burchett. That's where I do all my good stuff. <laughs> Congressman, thank you. Very refreshing. And thank you for our audience for standing in the breach and saying, we're not going to do this anymore. We can't do it. True thank patriots, you, brother. True. Thank you. Thank you. Congressman Tim Burchett of the 2nd District of Tennessee, a real true patriot. One of the ones we're going to have to depend upon. Okay, short break. I'm going to get Mike Davis's take on Congressman Burchett's trip to the Treasury to look at the wire transfers from the Biden family, also the Supreme Court. All next. Friends, it's hard to trust anything anymore. Our most important institutions are being systematically destroyed. Are you prepared for things to get worse? Because true freedom comes from self-reliance. And that means having emergency food on hand. Invest your food foundation with three-month emergency food kits from My Patriot Supply. That's a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. These kits provide over 2,000 calories per day for energy during tough times. Get breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. The food's delicious. Your whole family will love it. Order yours today and receive receive a free gravity-powered Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system valued at $279 as a bonus. Let me repeat that. You order today. You get a free gravity-powered Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system valued at $279 as a bonus. With this offer, you're securing food and purified water for the next crisis. Your three-month kit and free Alexa Pure Pro are all shipped to your doorstep in discreet boxes with free shipping included. Don't let this emergency food offer from My Patriot Supply pass. Action today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Get your order in and your free gravity-powered Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system valued at $279. Host Stephen K. Bath. Okay, we may have some breaking news, and we're going to try to get to this, but it looks like Janet Yellen is now saying that the extraordinary measures, and this would be because tax revenues have been so low uh, because of the imploding economy that the X date, what they're talking about, I think is now June 1st. Remember, that's always the threat they use. There's also, and I'm getting this from insiders on Capitol Hill. I don't know if it's out yet. It may be out. There may be a, a May 9th meeting with McCarthy and the president. We're going to track that down. That would mean that Biden blinked. Uh, so we're going to get to all this. I got to go to Mike Davis. Though. We're going to get more. We're going to develop this a little bit more. Uh, Mike, I, I want to go back to, to Congressman Burchett. He actually went over with oversight and went through the went through the uh, the, the wire transfers and the bank accounts and, and all of that. Uh, you've been around D.C. a while. How I'm hearing from very responsible people that it is absolutely unbelievable the, the scale, the depth, uh, the breadth in the Biden family, but what they took and how, how brazen they were about it, sir. Yeah, I mean, there's been clear evidence for the last three years that the Bidens corruptly and illegally took millions of dollars from Chinese and Ukrainian oligarchs. And that was, uh, Miranda Devine from the New York Post tried to report that before the 2020 election and 51 Intel goons uh, censored, uh, got that censored. They said it was a Russian 
disinformation campaign. And, uh, you know, it it is very clear that the that President Biden is corrupt. There's very it is very clear that the president of the United States is compromised by these payments to his family and even to him. And what's amazing about this, Steve, is Biden can make sure James Comer, the House Oversight Chairman, has found clear evidence that we have many, many, many Bidens on the payroll, on the take here. And yet the Bidens are going out of their way. Joe Biden and Jill Biden are going out of their way to help their dirtball scumbag 53-year-old son Hunter avoid paying child support to a four-year-old granddaughter that they don't even claim, that they're trying to disown. And it's just sickening. The, 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 this, this family is disgusting. They're scumbags. And I don't know why that the American people have not woken up to the fact that the Biden, that, that President Biden is absolutely compromised. Um, I, I want to make sure people know about what happened today because uh, Hunter Biden, he's had all these situations with drugs and women and all that. Uh, th- this uh, young lady, uh, and I think, and I think when you say this, she, she was a stripper. I think she was uh, employed at the time. He dated her or was with her for a month. She was pregnant uh, she had the baby, didn't have an abortion, had the baby, and then uh, it looks like a lovely little girl. Uh, and then Biden fought that, saying it's not mine. They had to go through the whole paternity thing, and then they had some sort of initial agreement. Then, then when they proved that it was his through the paternity, that means it's Joe Biden's granddaughter and Joe Biden's granddaughter, right? Um, they, they have gone out of their way to kind of humiliate this little girl. And now he's in court trying to say, and this is a guy that's getting huge advance for a book that's a book full of lies. He's, he's doing this phony art. He's, he's got the artistic level of like a six-year-old. He's getting big money from These are all payoffs. These are all people looking for favors. These are all people looking for associations. He's already taken millions from the CCP and from CCP-associated uh, companies, right? Many of the executives are, are missing, right, either in prison in China or missing. Um, and he tried to basically stiff, he's trying to stiff the little girl, right? He's trying to say, I don't have any money. I, I can't, I can't pay this anymore. And the Bidens, as you said, on the Christmas time or ever, but the, the Bidens have never come to the protection of their granddaughter. And I mean, what, what kind of damage is that going to do to her to know that she was in, in, on the public stage, it's on the world stage that, you know, she was disowned after it's already been proven, trust the science Right. Trust the science is proven. It's your granddaughter. What say you, sir? I mean, it's it's horrible. You have the president of the United States and the first lady. They could make sure that this four year old granddaughter is taken care of for the rest of her life. They've done it for every one of their other scummy kids and grandkids. The Bidens are scum. They're trash. They're bad people. And if, if this doesn't wake up people to the fact that the Bidens are corrupt, uh, moralist, disgusting people, I don't know what would. There's something going to extraordinary going to happen tomorrow when you talk about people on the opposite end of the spectrum, the people, some of the most honorable people in the in this country, and some of the um, and some of the people that are keeping us from the chaos and, and anarchy of the radical left. Talk to us about this extraordinary event that's going to happen. You're, you you've come out of you came out of the Senate. You were on Grassley's staff. You were one of the most important people in the Trump's first term in getting judges through, and particularly Supreme Court justices. You've clerked. Uh, for Supreme Court Justice uh, Gorsuch. Uh, t- tell us uh, what this extraordinary event that's going to happen tomorrow. This is nothing more than the trying to intimidate 
the court and they're trying to go to the legitimacy of the court because they don't like conservative justices and they don't like the deconstruction of the administrative state and people that believe in freedom and liberty. Mike Davis. Yes. So President Trump's biggest and most consequential accomplishment of his first term was his transformation of the Supreme Court and the critically important lower federal courts of appeals, the regional courts around the country that decide appeals is the last stop for more than 99% of federal appeals. And President Trump transformed the five to four John Roberts court to the five to four Clarence Thomas court. And this is huge. And that means that the court is our last line of defense to prevent politicians, oftentimes Democrats, from running over our rights, our First Amendment right to speak, to associate, to worship, our Second Amendment right to protect ourselves. And the Democrats know that the Supreme Court is the last line of defense. And they know that this is the first constitutionalist majority on the Supreme Court, thanks to President Trump, for the first time in 90 years. And so what the, what the Democrats are trying to do is they're trying to delegitimize the Supreme Court with the goal of destroying the Supreme Court with court packing impeachment term limits. That's not a conspiracy theory. That is in the Democrat National Committee platform from 2020, right? And so how they're going about doing this is they're going to make up these fake ethic concerns. They, they've they been rolling this out for the last two weeks where these, uh, it's amazing, it's just the Republican appointed justices apparently, and they come up with these bogus fake ethics allegations. These Democrat operative, operatives work with their lapdogs in, in the media, and they're planting these stories that, to put out this cloud that the, the conservative justices are bought off and corrupt. It's complete nonsense. And now the Senate Judiciary Democrats are having a hearing tomorrow after they've uh, after they've plowed the field for the last uh, last two weeks with these bogus stories with their lapdogs in the media, and they're going to hold a hearing and they're going to say we need a new ethics regime for the Supreme Court, and it's nonsense. The whole the whole point of what they're trying to do is create ethics traps so they can say that conservative judges justices are unethical to delegitimize them and to try to get them recused on these cases, like these five to four cases. You talked about the administrative state, Steve. The Supreme Court just today said that they are going to hear a case to overturn a 1984 Supreme Court decision, Chevron. This is monumental. This is where we start to deconstruct the administrative state. And so the Democrats know this, and they are throwing everything they have at the wall here. And they're trying to destroy the Supreme Court, whether it's Clarence Thomas. They've hated Clarence Thomas for 40 years because uh, he escaped the Democrats' plantation. His wife, Jenny, who's been a, a political activist long before he was a federal judge, never worked in the Democrats' kitchen. They're trying to destroy him. They're trying to destroy mild boss, uh, Gorsuch. On BS ethics allegations, they're going after Kavanaugh again, saying that his his confirmation uh, wasn't run right. I ran the thing for, for Chairman Grass, uh, Grassley. It's nonsense. They're even going after Chief Justice Justice John Roberts. It will not end. They're trying to they're trying to cow these justices, and we have to fight back against this. I just want to make sure people understand. Let me get this right. Is tomorrow? Are they actually in this hearing? going to actually bring up specific allegations against sitting justices of the United States Supreme Court? Are they going to do it some general way? Are they actually going to go through some of these allegations you've just seen in the media? Yeah, I mean, I think that's what they were trying to do because they plant, they clearly planted these stories with their their lapdogs in the media building up to this over the last two weeks. I've been on Twitter and on 
on on Fox News and on your show debunking these allegations for the last two weeks. It's complete nonsense. Uh, all, all of these allegations are completely bogus allegations, right? And so, yeah, I think they're going to try to roll these out tomorrow. They invited the chief justice to testify, which they knew was a political charade. He's the head of the a separate branch of government, just like the president of the United States. The president, neither the president nor the chief justice of the United States goes in to oversight hearings in Congress. That's a separation of powers problem. And so they're just trying to they're trying to bruise the Supreme Court. They're trying to batter the Supreme Court again with the goal of destroying it. It, it won't work. And you know, it's actually shameful. Dick Durbin and I worked with Dick Durbin when I worked on the Senate Judiciary Committee for, for Chuck Grassley. He used to be a respectable guy. This is a disgrace what Dick Durbin's uh, doing here. He is cowing to his lunatic fringe members on the Senate Judiciary Committee like Sheldon Whitehouse and Macy Hirono and the other dumb, loud, obnoxious Senate Democrats. Dick Durbin knows better than this, and he should be ashamed of himself. I, this is it, it, how can the Republicans allow this to happen? Has this ever happened in the history of Supreme Court unless you've had a specific huge instance like Abe Fortas or something like that? Has there any been a hearing where they're just going to try to smear um, uh, justices, a number of justices on the Supreme Court? Has this ever happened in the history of this republic? You, I, I've never heard of this. I mean, this is this is pretty bad what they're doing here. This is a direct assault on a separate branch of government. These Democrats pretend like they care about uh, separate branches of government democracy. It's nonsense. They only care about power. They're going to destroy anything that gets in their way of, of, of obtaining power. And the biggest impediment to the Democrats' quest for power to destroy our rights is this constitutionalist Supreme Court that President Trump appointed in his first term in office. Mike Davis, I know you'll be all over this hearing tomorrow, so we want to keep open an invitation to get you back on here or put up your tweets as this thing goes on, because this is pretty monumental. And you're right, they're completely focused on on uh, delegitimizing the court. And if they can't do that, uh, they're going to do with court packing or term limits. I mean, they're coming hard. These Democrats are not your father's Democratic Party. This is a group of just absolute radicals, as you always say. Mike, how can people uh, how can people get to you? What's your social media? Uh, Article3project.org, article3project.org, at Article3project, at Article3project on Getter, Twitter, and Truth. And my personal, uh, where I come in hot, as you say, Steve, is at M-R-D-D-M-I-A, M-R-D-D-M-I-A. And thank you, Steve. Thanks, Mike. And we'll look forward to seeing this tomorrow, historic uh, infamous hearing tomorrow that we're going to be all over top of. Let me bring in Jeff Clark. Jeff, you were over at at uh, the uh, you were over at justice for President Trump. We got about a minute in this side. And we're going to hold you to the other. Tell me about Tennessee, the, the the Justice Department, who's can't you know roll up anybody in the Chinese Communist Party, do anything to protect the country. Dro came in large, dropped a bomb in Tennessee last week. Tell us about it. Sure, they're trying to block uh, SB one in Tennessee, which is a bill that has become law, and uh, it creates causes of action for parents and for uh, minors uh, for, uh, you know, decades after they actually reach their 18th birthday to proceed against medical providers who uh, provide any medical services, whether that's surgery, whether that's drugs, uh, to change their gender. And the Justice Department, Steve, remarkably, 
the Civil Rights Division, says that that violates equal protection rights under the Constitution. It's not something that, you know, is, is just ensuring that, uh, you know, kids can, can uh, exercise informed consent. It's something they say is unconstitutional. It's crazy. Hang on for one second. I've got to have you unpack this for the audience because their head is going to blow up. This shows you the radicalness of the Justice Department and what they're trying to do against our judiciary, the Supreme Court. It's never over with these guys. Short break. Jeff Clark next. Right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. You know the feeling. The economy isn't stable. Crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge do not seem to care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself. And that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual far, firearm at any time in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you will save a ton of money on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus, get free shipping with the offer code Bannon. When you go to itargetpro.com right now, don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with itargetpro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com. itargetpro.com, and the offer code is Bannon. It looks pretty good. Really? Did you know Ron DeSantis backed deep cuts to Social Security and Medicare? Ron DeSantis? Yeah, he voted to cut Social Security or Medicare not once, not twice, but three times. DeSantis even tried to raise the retirement age to 70. I thought DeSantis was one of the good ones, but he's just another career politician. America needs Trump. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Um, like I said, I think, uh, you know, Governor DeSantis, I think, announced the exploratory committee. Now, I think he's going to announce that in mid-May, but I strongly think he should just tell the donors, the big money donors and the consultants, get the heck out of here. Let me go back to uh, governing in in uh, Florida. Uh, now, May 9th, this is a huge – we had Birch. I think Birch – uh, uh, Congressman Tim Birch is good luck. As soon as he gets off, they break the news that um, there's going to be a May 9th meeting. Biden has blinked. Said no meetings. He blinked. This is huge. Massive. At least I'm moving the ball forward. And remember, we didn't get what we wanted, but hey, it's all a game of process. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries, Chuck Schumer, in uh, in uh, McCarthy, I think McConnell too. McConnell and McCarthy are going to meet n- 9 May on the uh, at the White House to discuss the, uh, the, the debt ceiling and the negotiations. So we'll be revving up for that. Janet Yellen also came up. I think a lot of people tell me she, they think she undercutting, but because she, she just dropped today, well, because tax revenues haven't come in, and that's an indicator that the economy's imploding. It's going to be one June. X day is one June. So hey, they're trying to use that. Maybe undercut Biden, but they're going to try to put pressures on us too. So the next thirty days, ladies and gentlemen, man up. It's going to be tough. So Clark, uh, 
the, the situation in Tennessee has been building over time, but particularly because Vanderbilt and some of the the big uni- the great universities down there, the medical schools had all this situation, but the doctors getting involved. Just a and and we had Burchett on here from the se- second district. And Tennessee's as good as it gets, as mag as it gets. I mean, they're no nonsense down there. This SB one is something they really discussed, debated, and and got through there. Um, the, when I read this thing, the Justice Department had been working on this for a while. Civil Rights Division is they didn't they didn't think up this uh, this action overnight, did they, sir? No, I don't think so, Steve. Look, the Civil Rights Division. I want to give you know your viewers and listeners uh, background on this. I mean, they are the shock troops of the Justice Department at this point. Uh, you know, they're heavily involved in uh, voting, which they try to uh, you know intervene in all the time on the side of Democrats. And they also, uh, you know, here are uh, trying to support the the trans lobby. I mean, the the first sentence of the complaint is just ridiculous that it's, you know, trying to penalize what children are. No, it's not about what the children are. It's about an issue of the scalpel is forever, Steve. These hormone blocking drugs also are potentially forever because, you know, the way that the hormone flow works uh, for children can be altered uh, in ways during that growing period that you know could affect you for your entire life. So it's a basically an informed medical consent law. It's saying that look, if you're a minor, you cannot consent to these procedures. And if uh, there are medical providers that are going to give them to you anyway, or even their parents who are going to be so screwed up that they're going to try to consent to it, that's not going to be recognized in Tennessee law. And people are going to be able to proceed against the medical providers or even against their parents in some instances. But in terms of the medical providers, right, there is even a provision in this law that says, and this is, you know, goes to your Vanderbilt point, that all the profits would have to be disgorged and that they'd have to pay a $25,000 per incident. And I think based on a new amendment to the law, uh, you know, each different prescription of a hormone blocker could be uh, interpreted as a violation of the statute and trigger a separate $25,000 penalty. So the Tennessee legislature is really coming down hard on this, Steve, and trying to protect children at a time when they don't know what they want. They're hearing a lot from lobbies that are trying to brainwash them. And I think it's just a sensible medical consent uh, bill. Every first-year law student, Steve, learns that uh, you know if you commit a uh, uh, surgery, if you do surgery on someone who hasn't consented, that's a battery at common law, or it's a violation of you know codifying batteries into statutory law. So all this is doing is coming from th- at things from that traditional perspective. The idea that this is something that violates equal protection rights, uh, you know, I think is is ludicrous, Steve, and it's just turning the history of the country and the history uh, and the development of the law in its head. Uh, Jeffrey, where do people go to, to keep up with this, all the other great work you're doing? Where do they go? To uh, the Center for Renewing America, which is AmericaRenewing.com. I'm at Jeff Clark US on Getter and Twitter and at Real Jeff Clark uh, on Truth Social, Steve. Thank you, brother. We're going to continue to focus on this. This is all about parental rights and children. It's absolutely sick that the Justice Department spent a time doing this. Jeffrey, thank you very much for staying on top of it. The Thanks. shock troops of the Civil Rights Division. Unbelievable. Okay, uh, we're now game on with this debt ceiling. May 9th is going to be the meeting at the White House with all the principals. We're going to be up on the ramparts. 
Go to birchgold.com right now. you got to be part of this. You're, you're chairman of the creditors committee. You're the full faith and credit of the United States. Make sure you go to birchgold.com slash Bannon to get the end of the dollar empire. Everybody's talking about de-dollarization. That's the new concept that's going to have a massive impact in your life and your family's life, your community's life, your nation's life. The end of the dollar empire is the three-part series. The third installment is called The Debt Trap. This is like ripped from today's headlines. It will totally immerse you in what the issues are, some of the nomenclature, process, procedure, all that, so that you can keep up and be a, uh, a an enlightened member of the creditors' committee. We need you now more than ever, and the next couple of months is going to be pretty nasty. You're going to be called every name in the book. Also, MyPillow.com, promo code WARM. You're going to need a great night's sleep. Not a good night's sleep, a great night's sleep. You got MyPillow 2.0. You got the Topper 2.0. The MyPillows, buy one, get one free. The Topper has a huge discount. Go check that out now and make sure that you support the armor-piercing shell that is Mike Lindell. And I'm going to get Linda Rance on here, hopefully tomorrow or the next day. But doing Linda's the uh, paper ballots. We count them all in one day with humans, not machines, right? And I'm not a machine guy, but I like the paper ballots. I like counting them all in one day, and we hate mail-in ballots, right? we got to win. Also, President Trump's letters to Trump. We started with the great promo. you got to go check that out. 45books.com. You put in warm, you get free shipping. Got to do that. This book will show you a whole different side of President Trump. Great binding, great photography, great paper stock, printing all of it. Super high class. Great Mother's Day gift or Father's Day gift. Okay. Uh, Natalie Winters follows us at 6 o'clock. It's wall to wall. She's going to be blowing your head up. We're going to toss over to Natalie Winters. Short commercial break. Natalie Winters joins us for the second hour of the war room in the evening. Veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data 
while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 